What's going on, bitches? We're here to talk some basketball, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. What's going on, Matt? What's going on? I'm here to chop shit up. <laughs> I'm here to chop shit up and go fucking crazy. Sound like Jason Bateman over there. Or not Jason Bateman. Who's a fucking American psycho? Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. I'm here to go fucking psycho. Basketball. Basketball. Bitches. Move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. She's a freaky young gal, a bisexual, but a hustler, though, and a sales of snow. With that juicy fat thing, I can't let you go. What she doing, man, with all that I bet you know? Baby girl, take them trips down to Mexico. Get them birds and that herb and receive her dough. I say we kick it off with a little bit of fantasy basketball talk. We're pretty far out from the season, but I think it could be fun to talk about. Why not? I think it's a crucial topic. It is. Think- uh, hopefully a lot of our listeners are fantasy basketball players because once uh, once the season rolls around, we're going to be talking about that heavy, heavy. And I think um, if you're a serious fantasy contender, if if you value – if you have – first of all, if you have a buy-in, right, then – Obviously, there's money on the line. There's value in putting an effort into winning fantasy basketball because it is quite the time commitment. What's the one called where you can only you lock the lineup all week? Is that Roto? Yeah, I think so. Fuck that. Well, also, points league is the way to go. I don't care what anybody else says. Categories, boring. Mm-hmm. Roto, boring. Best ball, yeah, more of a football thing. The best way to play fantasy basketball is in a points league. A head-to-head snake draft points league. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. It's really hard to beat. Unless you're a nerd and you're scared of losing because you don't know how to scout talent. Because points leagues, it's straight up who's built the better roster. Depending yeah. on how the league is scored, obviously. Hey, I will put this out there. Fuck this. Fuck the sleeper app. I played fantasy on that last season, and uh, yeah. you get you get one game a week per player, and you have to pick that game, and it's like you get the score from that single game towards your score. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I think I want to get. I think I want to get into it this year. Sleeper. Yeah, is it? It's great for it, betting. It's great for betting, but for regular it's fantasy, a betting thing. I like it for betting. I don't like it for fantasy. I like ESPN or Yahoo, something like that. Right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get into the uh, – I'm on that underdog fantasy football. Oh, yeah. I did a, uh, I did a uh, basketball one too, but I'm trying to get on Sleeper as well. I've heard good things. Yeah, dude, Sleeper, I think, I think they just have a lot of uh, better lines compared to something like prize picks or underdog. Um, really? They'll offer you more options, more players, more options per player. It's, it's nice if you're, if you're really cooking. Plus, the, the, Is it more than just like over-under stuff? It is. It's all over under still. Oh, uh, really? But they offer you way more lines, and the uh, the multiplier you can get up to a hundred depending on what you've cooked out. I think I think Prize Picks and Underdog are like twenty five, maybe thirty. Really? But yeah, you really got to be chefing to to get that hundo. Um, Where are league sits? Let's look at this draft order here, shall we? Yeah. Can I pull it up just the the order? I can pull it up in our group me. Okay. Cause I, I tried to look at it on on the ESPN website too, and it's kind of funky. ESPN's kind of 
stupid like that. Which draft? Which draft number do you have? I'm number three this year. I got something. Yeah, you're three. Yeah. Okay, and I'm five. Yes, sir. Yeah, you're sitting at five. So we're in a 14 man league. I got Um, a curve. I got a curveball for you. What? Why don't we discuss? And I'm not saying let's get something done here, but why don't we just explore the idea of of you trading that that three pick Uh, to your boy? Well, I mean. Look, I'm not opposed to parting with the three pick, but juicy pick. But hear me out. It's I'm either going to get Luca or Giannis, one of right. the two. I mean, those guys. I know people are going to say, "Oh, Embiid was blah blah blah." He, <laughs> I don't trust Embiid. I don't. You know, he's he's prone to playing 40 games a year. Very prone to that's actually like a huge possibility. Yeah, and like. We're Matt and I. We're both big fans of this guy. Shout out Josh Lloyd. He, he says, uh, "Don't go about injuries. Nobody knows when they're going to happen. With Embiid, it's almost a guarantee it's going to happen. That's one guy that I just cannot trust. But people are taking him. He's like ADP right now is a two. I think he's two overall ADP. Really on his on average the, draft uh, position in the player pool that I'm looking at on our league. He's sitting at. Five. Oh, okay. But I mean, but is that from last year or is that from the projections for this year? To be honest, I have no clue. Okay. Because remember when uh, who was sitting at one a while ago that just had no business being there? Was was it? Was it like Tatum? Yeah, it was Tatum. It was. Yeah, he had no bu- Like you know, he's gonna be great, but he had no business being up there. Okay, so what if you give me the third pick? I give you the fifth. Mm-hmm. And then, which do you value more, early picks or late picks? See, that depends, dude. It it. So, like, after I get this third pick, I'm gonna have to wait a fat fucking minute to pick again at the end of the second round, and then I get to pick early again, and that's really nice and all. But so I don't know. It's a tough tough call for me. Because if, if I do have to wait that long to pick, I want to get the best person I can at, at the top of that draft, you know? Yeah, and the tricky thing is, actually, we have pretty similar draft position anyway. We yeah. both have early first-round picks, late second-round picks. Yeah. So, I mean, it, unless there's somebody that – unless you really want Luca, like, you were going to – are you still going for Shy? Is that who? Is that your man? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm sitting pretty at five, honestly. That's a pretty nice spot. It, if I were going to trade it, I would honestly consider doing it with someone who's probably at the bottom of our draft and then get two picks in a row, and then I'll be at the top of the third, top of the you know bottom of whatever. But even then, the probably, thing is- I'd probably have to trade my, my four. Like, I would have to trade those lower picks so I could have them stacked up right next to each other, honestly. But then it gets confusing and convoluted. And I'm yeah, like, and so. to be honest – I've never really pick traded in basketball, but in fantasy football, pick trades have always fucked me like super hard. Yeah. Did, didn't we do so. a trade last year in basketball? Uh, second round, third round. Oh, shit. Maybe we did. Yeah. We did work something out. I think we did a second, third round swap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you wanted to get Halliburton. Yeah. I ended up working out for you. I got him at such a discounted. Dude, that's one guy who's got to go first round. Okay, so stay. 
Jokic goes first. Yeah, I mean, that's a given. You see how Giannis has that day-to-day thing on him? Yeah. If he has that draft day, I, I don't know if someone's taking him at two. I don't – well, so I talked to uh, the guy who's drafting second, <laughs> and he says he's targeting Embiid. At the second pick? At the two pick. That's what he says. I'll read you the message. Oh, Simon? Yeah. Let me let me read you the message he sent me earlier, because we were talking about it earlier today, actually. Really? It was... I said, uh, Sim is looking at taking Embiid at two, potentially. He said, my methods are comprehensive. Still not 100% sure who I'll be drafting. But yes, I am strongly leaning towards Joel. Really? His words, not mine. Nah, he's bullshit. There ain't no way. I don't know, dude. I mean, Embiid just came off an MVP season. Yeah, but okay. I could I see. Well, I could see Simon take. still do this. I mean, either either way, I'm either getting Giannis or Luca, which is, I mean, oh, come on, dude. Yeah, right. That's a. I mean, Joel was third in point point total last year. Yeah, I mean. Every game he played, he averaged like 80 points or something. And he was second in point average. Mm -hmm. Yikes. What was he at? What was he at in our league? 61 points a game. And then he totaled 40-79. Jokic and Sabonis were first and second. Dude, that's one. Do you think Sabonis is going first round? Because every year he averages first round point totals Mm -hmm. and averages, but nobody takes him in the first round ever. Do you think he's going round one this year? Um, let me see. I'm gonna look at the players real quick. Yeah, I mean, in a 14 team league, let's see. One, so Jokic got the go before. No one's taking Darwin Mitchell over to Sabonis, no way. No one's taking LeBron over. To, uh, yeah, man, honestly. Wow, he's way far down. That's crazy. Yeah, what the he's hell? Here. I would totally take Sabonis over Devin Booker. Well, it depends on how – it obviously depends on how your league is scored. But with the amount of points that we give for rebounds and double-doubles and also accuracy, mm. give me Sabonis over Booker any day of the week. Give yeah. Me... I'll take him over a lot of people, honestly. Damn. Maybe – dude, I might take Sabonis at five. I'm thinking about it. He could – honestly, dude – not a bad pick, I don't think. Because what really changed in Sacramento this year? Nothing. So there's Nothing. no reason he can't put up these same exact numbers. And remember, he did get hurt. He just played through it. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be coming back fully healthy. Did they get bounced around one or two this year, this past year? It was it was one, but it was a hell of a series against the Warriors. Yeah, they went to seven. I mean, he's had, yeah. he's had months to, to rehab up and get healthy again. I mean... Dude, there's no reason that he wouldn't be a viable option at five. Where do you think uh, Mitchell goes? Don Mitch? Yeah, despite that. Dude, honestly, I I'm, I don't want to say I'm a hater, but like I could see him going like early second round. It's a fair place for him. Uh, see, I had him last year, and I did have him for that 70-point game. Mm-hmm. And he, he so far is the only player I've had ever in fantasy to have 100 points in a game, fantasy points. But his production was so inconsistent. He would have, like, a week span of, like, dropping 50 a game. But then he'd, like, have hella stinkers. 
and his shot percentage. The annoying thing about him is last year was even kind of an outlier for him, but he starts out great, and then as the season goes on, he gets worse at uh, making buckets. Like his shot percentage just goes down. So. Yeah. And then old boy Darius Garland comes in and picks up the slack. I mean, right? That that guy's an all star. You know, it's it's not like he's it's not like Mitch is sharing the uh, what are they backcourt? Yeah, Mitch Mitchell plays. I guess. Yeah, it's not like he's sharing. They kind of go. They kind of switch out. But I think what's it's, his name? Garland's going to run point this year for sure. It's not like he's sharing the backcourt with like some Goomba. Like it's it's nah. Darius Garland. That guy needs Garland. Ain't no Goomba. Exactly. Garland's a dog, so it's you know he's got to share that ball with him. Plus, you know Evan Mobley and Jared, Jared Allen doesn't really need the ball. They have to get those guys some work as well. That's the other thing that was frustrating. Mitchell took way too many shots. Like you need to use Mobley and Allen. But that's what Mitchell it. does, dude. He's just the he he's a shot man. He takes shots. Didn't they lost to the Knicks? Didn't they in the playoffs? Yeah, first round, man. Oh my god, that's. And they, just look at those rosters on paper. I know. You would never suspect that uh, Cleveland would lose that series. Where do you think Jalen Brunson's going this year, out of curiosity? I think he'll be an all-star. All-star? Where do you think he goes in our in the draft? Our oh, draft? in fantasy? Yeah. Second round. Second? Damn, dude. I, maybe, I or maybe early third. Third. I, I could see him being a third or fourth guy. Oh, he's really underrated, too, on our – that's I mean, Brunson's Brunson's really consistent. He's not really going to get you a lot of like, you know, super high scoring games, but he'll get you forty points at least two times a week. Yeah, yeah, he'll. Yeah, that's huge. He can have if the Knicks play four games. Oh my God, he's he's going to be a top ten player per, on a per week basis every time the Knicks play four games. Yeah. Did you see um, that contract? Uh, what's his name? Got Josh Hart. From which team? The Knicks. No, I'm looking it up right now. It's like 80 mil for like four years or something. Oh, that's fair. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he's one of those intangibles guys. You know, yeah. he's, he's he does a lot of things for the energy and stuff like that. True that. He does uh, those things that don't get recorded on the stat sheet. Yeah, yeah. He's got that. He's got that heart in him. But I think he's a Villanova boy too, isn't he? Didn't yeah. he play with uh, Brunson and McCall? Yeah. Yeah, when, whenever he got traded there last year, I remember uh, Brunson had his Villanova, like, letterman on. It was like, yeah, let's go. Like, I'm, I'm so stoked you're here. So I, I rock with that, a little, a little collegiate connection. I still wish the Mavericks. I still wish the Mavericks had Brunson, bro. I would rather have him than Kyrie if we're talking long-term future. Shit, I, I feel that. But y'all just locked down Kyrie for a good amount Three of years. Time. That's solid. Yeah, uh, and we are in win-now mode. We have to win a championship within the next two years. Yeah, or at least make it to the finals. No, we have to win one. We have yeah. to win one. Because Luka has, I think, four years left, but the last year is a player option. So he essentially has three years left. And basically that means he has two years left because if he declines his player option, then that third year of his contract is just going to be there. Luka's going to do this. Who's going to do that. So that's that's there's no way we're winning on that on that year. Yeah, it's got to happen next year or the year after. Damn, man, that's some lofty uh, expectations. But I, I we want to keep I, him. Yeah, to keep him. 
We want to keep him. I mean, he's a, a storied winner across across the ocean. So, That's yeah, true. it's actually crazy looking at all these highlights and his accomplishments that he had in Europe before he beginning at the NBA. Like, yeah, when he was like 16, 17, he was just dogging on grown men. And people didn't think he was going to be able to do it here. It, like more space, better spacing, less less physicality. That's yeah. why I don't understand why people don't think Wemby's going to be great. Like Wemby, he has to be. He really doesn't have a choice. I mean, people are going to have that expectation of him from day one. Even like the first summer league game, people were calling him trash yeah. just because he, he struggled a little bit. But he looked real good in the second one. Yeah, he looked fantastic in the second. Then they just shut him down. Said, yeah, and both are summer league games anyway. Like, yeah, exactly. So they, you know, there's no point. But it's not a real indicator. Happen. Yeah. Well, sure. But it's fun to watch. Fun to watch. I'm excited. To... I mean, like Jay, look at Jaden Hardy for example. Like he played really well in the summer league, scored a lot, but he's not going to have nearly that amount of opportunity to score when he's playing with Luca and Kyrie. So. Yeah. I'm excited for Jordan Walsh this coming season. The Celtics' new rookie, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean, dude. Yeah, dude. He's. I'm excited for him. What pick did they get him at? Dude, I think he was either a super late first round or a second round pick. What school did he play for? Arkansas. Arkansas, right. Okay, Wu Pig, Wu Pig. Wu Pig. No, dude, I, I think he's just got such a solid frame, and he he – Looks serviceable on offense right now. He's like a Grant Williams type of type of build, isn't he? Uh, he's a little slimmer. He's he's a little slimmer. I would give him more of an Igudala build, to be honest. Really? Yeah, man. He's got a super crazy wings. Maybe it's the lack of hair it makes him look way bigger than he is. <laughs> he looks like a swimmer. Yeah, yeah, dude. He looks like a, a Michael Phelps type, just giant. Body. I bet he's gonna be agile on that hardwood. I'll tell you that right now. I watch some of his stuff, man. He looks he looks solid, especially on. What's the, his uh? What's his forty time? I have no clue. Let me look this dude up. I'm excited. Walsh. Yeah, Mr. Clean. I. All right. I don't know if that's going to catch on, but I mean, it has to, right? It's got to. Okay, so here's just a uh, point and pivot bio piece on Jordan Walsh. Uh. He's a he's an all-purpose cleaner that was originally formulated by Linwood Burton, a marine ship cleaning businessman with accounts throughout the East Coast of the United States. Uh, made his television commercial debut in 1958. Uh, and was, he was, yeah, so. Nice. Yeah, Celtics <laughs> rookie. Look him up. <laughs> the hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. What is his 40 time, though, since you're Googling away over there? Let's see. Google, show me this guy's balls, please. Google, show me this guy's balls, please. <laughs> Jordan Walsh. Uh, you know. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Where are you going? With that? Uh, not, nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. He looks completely fantastic. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's from Big D. He's a fellow oh, Dallasite. Nice. All right. Shout out. 6'7", 205. Yeah. She's good specs. Okay, 6'7", same height as Luca. And he's like a, a guard slash forward. Okay. Okay. So I'm saying, man. I'm 
I think we got a steal with that guy. Hey, and look at the last guy that we drafted from Dallas. Marcus Smith? Come on. Flyermount's own. Flyermount's own. Flyermount Price. Marcus Smith. Yeah, man. Dude, he's he's exactly what the Grizzlies needed. He's precisely what they wanted Dylan Brooks to be. Yeah, but at what cost, man? I'm not even a Celtics fan, but when oh. they pulled the trigger on that trade. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man. I mean. I had, from, had to pour from, one out immediately. From my perspective as a Celtics fan, that one hurt. As a Grizzlies fan, oh. they must be rock hard. They must be amped over that trade. Yeah, I mean, Smart still definitely brings a lot to the table. He's yeah. another one of those intangibles guys. You know, yeah. he'll get in a dude's face. He'll do somebody up. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get back on track to fantasy. Oh, do the you're not really gonna get any. I said, I'll tell you what, you're, you're not really gonna get any uh, dirty work from KP. No, well, he'll block some shots, and that's that's all we need. He'll block some shots, and he'll make some shots too. Like he'll make a couple he, shots, and he's that such a bucket, man. rolls back into fantasy. I fantasy. Don't think, I don't think Tatum's gonna be as good as he was last year, fantasy wise. I think he'll be really? a contributor. I think he'll be good at rebounding, but. Kristaps Porzingis is there to get buckets and get rebounds and block shots. Three things that are part of Tatum's game that boosts his fantasy way through the roof. And that shit is going to go way down with a guy like KP in there. Because KP is probably going to average like, what, 18 and 7, 18 and 8, somewhere in that range. Like, that's eight rebounds that could, that three or four of those could potentially go to Tatum per game, you know? And like, well, no, that sounds bad because I'm making it sound like he's going to average like five boards. Uh, he average wait, more three rebounds a game? No, I, I'm wording this funny. I just think that Porzingis is going to eat away at some of those rebounding yeah. opportunities. You're saying you think he'll lose about three three rebounds a game? Maybe. That sounds like a lot to Two me. Two point something? Maybe, yeah, somewhere in that range. Three, I mean, I think that's realistic, honestly. But, I mean, KP, KP's a big double-double guy. I don't think they're going to... Yeah. Ask him to stop getting rebounds. I mean, he's the tallest guy that the Celtics have had in a long time. Dude, probably, probably since like, well, Luke Cornett, but other than Cornett. But yeah, I mean, on Tatum, will he be a top three fantasy player? No. I would have to agree with you on that. I would have to say no. Would he be top five? I think he could be. Mm. I think he could be because. KP, I don't know. I love the guy. He's going to get hurt. He's going to miss some games. Like, I, I, I bet you get 67, anywhere between 67 to 70 games out of him. And you're going to get some stinkers from him as well. And then the games where he does well, you know, those will be the games where he's hitting from three. He's hitting lots of mid-range shots. He's hitting a lot of assisted shots. So I think you're going to see – Tatum's assists go up mm. because, like, it, it, dude, KP loves to get a ball, hit a fadeaway, or he's at the top of the freaking arc. Tatum will slide on the ball, shot, bucket. Like, I can see Tatum, and I mean, Tatum's a dog. Like, I don't think it's gonna let KP take his rebounds away too much. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I thought three sounded high, but maybe like one point five, two, you know, <sighs> in that range. I mean, that's no, because. And that's affecting, that affects the game in a big way because Tatum's also – he needs those double-doubles to get really into his – to be in that top five. He's going to need to get fantasy. He's going to need to get double-doubles on a regular basis. But I don't want to do, do KP like that, right? Like he's going to get his rebounds too. So like, I think 
I think three is realistic. Two, I think between two and three rebounds. So what did, what did Tatum average last year? I think he averaged like eight boards. Let me pull him up. Yep. So yeah, eight point eight minus two, six point eight. That sounds about right. Ah, dude, that almost sounds low though. I I can see him averaging like seven, seven point eight. You're right though, because there's going to be those games that KP misses where Kate, you know, Tatum's going to have his. Tatum's going to eat. I think he'll be in the sevens, unless he just goes fucking dog on him this year and averages like ten boards. Well, so here's here's what I think is going to go down. Okay, bear with me. I think number one pick is going to be Jokic. Sure. I think two. I mean, you 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 leaked it. Homeboy's going Embiid. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm going to just go with that because that's what he says. Okay, so then that leaves you at three. If you have Luca or Giannis, who you take? Luca all day. Luca all day. Luca all day. Okay, so that's Luca at three. Okay, so that would probably be Giannis at four. Yeah. Okay, and if Giannis doesn't go at four, I'm taking him at five. Okay, so (laughs) at five, Jokic, Luca, Giannis, Joel are off the board. Dude, I could take Tatum at five. I feel like he really could be a top five player. I could see it, man. I I think I'm maybe being pessimistic about it, but I can. I'm not saying I can't see it. But then, what about Shy? Mm. Shy might have a better year because all they're really adding is Chet. But he's just going to be. That's a similar question mark to KP, though. When you think about it, big dude needs his shots. Going to get rebounds. Because my thing with Tatum. KP's probably going to be taking like 15 shots a game, 10 to 15 shots a game. Easily. And Maybe even more, dude. You're going to, he loves to take them shots. That's true. But also, you got JB off a of fresh got JB. contract. He's going to be taking 20, 25. Tatum needs to take 20, 25. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it, it but still, it's. No, JB know. is definitely a factor, dude. Do you think he's going to try to overcompensate at all? Maybe at first, but I, I know they'll find a rhythm. Yeah, I think his output is definitely going to be off the off the chain. I, I bet he'll I bet he'll be crashing the boards and trying to pass more, because because JB loves taking that shot. He loves shooting, so I I feel like he might try to play a little more team friendly. So do me a favor, who has the five pick? Yeah, you. Oh yeah, I mean this pick. Six. Okay. Is... I've been talking about all summer. Five five. I'm going shy. It's Aho at six. Aho. Okay, he'd probably take Tatum, right? Maybe. But then you got AD there. You got Curry. You got LeBron. Do you think AD's going first round? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to work that out. He hasn't in a long time because of injury. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Tatum goes at six. Then probably KD goes at seven. Because who's got seven? Isn't it like uh, Peyton? No, seven is Kyle. Kyle, Kyle would get KDI. Or I don't know, Kyle, Kyle's got some sneaky picks. He had Maybe. Sabonis last year. He loves Sabonis, just to put that out there. Oh, yeah, Sabonis, duh. Sabonis might go in front of KD. I don't know, Sabonis is super stepped on. I think you're right. I don't I don't know how savvy Yahoo is at, at fantasy, so I don't know if he would see Sabonis was one of the best players last year and take him at six. No, you're right. 
And you know who, honestly, I, I'm thinking about taking at five, but it would be a super gamble. It's probably not going to happen. Anthony Edwards. At five? Shut the hell up. Dude. Away. He's already that guy. I mean, right? Five is a little steep, but. Steep. Dude, if, if you want AE like that, I would trade down. I would trade way down and get two nice two nice picks instead of using your five and waiting. I would try to trade. If you want a, like if you want the dog like that, you got to trade down. It was 11th in point total, and he was only two spots behind uh, Shea in point Dude, total. I know I sound like I'm hating on Anthony Edwards. I rock with him heavy. I love his game. Trade down if you want him because he'll be available in the no, second round. I really want to – I'll be interested to see how he does in the World Cup because I think if he goes crazy in the World Cup and, like, has a bunch of highlights – yeah, I think that'll make his fantasy values skyrocket. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we're seeing a different tune if he has a good World Cup. Because I mean, the physical profile is there, and he's super durable. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude, he's a dog. I don't get me wrong. I know, like, average twenty-four points a game with Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert standing yeah, in the fucking way, dude. Cat missed half the season. That's so true, actually. Cat was gone for a long time. And Cat Cat likes to score. Don't get me wrong, Anthony Edwards within the next three years is going to be a top ten fantasy guy that you could take at five, and it would be okay. You don't think it's that time yet, though? I think it's still too early. It's his what third, fourth season, third, third, third. He, he third got drafted with, Lamello. with Lamello. It's his third season. Yeah. Give him, uh, give him a little more time before you take him that early. I'm begging you. You're going to regret it. No, you're right. You're right. What about uh? That's where it gets tricky. I think Vucevic is not going to get taken. Fuck no. I I see he's up there in point total, but like. Yeah, but is he going to do that again? Yeah, he's getting old. You know what's funny though? I said the same thing last season. Like, damn, is he, is he going to do that again? And then he did it again. <laughs> he's well, gonna... so who's got who's got the ninth pick? Nine is Peyton. Peyton is not taking Vucevic. No, position. no. He'll probably take, like, LaMelo no. or Steph or... Yeah, so... Trey? If my prediction is true. Peyton would be able to pick either Randall, Trey, Vucevic, Ant-Man, Anthony Davis, De'Aaron Fox. Dude, these, so these, these point totals I don't think can be totally indicative of who's getting drafted first round. Because a lot of these guys didn't go in the first round last year, and they're not going. Yeah, no, I, I'm just looking at the 2024 projections one. Oh, okay. I was looking. At I thought it's kind of tough because when you once you get past like Giannis, there's like Vucevic <laughs> is at like six and Randall's at seven. Yeah, right now the the 2024 2023 are actually the same. They haven't updated yet. We're still oh, really. We're still too far out from the season. You know what? I'm gonna say Peyton either goes. Ray or Fox? Damn, okay. Do you think okay, so at nine? Wait, I'm, no, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna say he goes Trey. Trey's a good think, fantasy guy. Do you think oh boy Nick is taking at ten? If Steph is there, he's taking Steph. Well, you know what? If Steph sure. is there, he's gonna take Steph Curry. You think Steph over Halliburton? Steph over Hallie? Damn. Yeah. Actually shit. No, you're right. He'll take Hallie at 10. He's, a, he's also a Pacer fan. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now he'll take Hallie at 10 every day of the week, I'm sure. Then you know what? I think that we'd go. Who has 11? Uh, JD. It's uh, my boy. You know, to be honest, I'd be giving him some serious advice on this pick. I would tell him to go. I mean, it's, always, it's his pick up. Well, you know what? I think he'd either go Curry. Curry'd probably be the best option for him. He's new to fantasy. Yeah, you can't. Dang. Curry. Dude, we're at 11, and we still haven't even mentioned LeBron. This is insane. Well, it's because LeBron is – I mean, he's Bron, but he's not, you know, Bron of old. He's new generation Bron, whatever that is. So who, who's got 12? Noah. Noah. Uh, Noah. Is he him? I don't know who he'd go. He took Trey last year. He might take Trey again. Oh, Noah. That guy. Yeah. I mean, no, Trey would, Trey would be gone in this scenario. Trey goes at nine. Oh, 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 you're right. You're oh, right. but you know what? Peyton's a savvy guy. I feel like maybe Peyton would take Halliburton at nine. He could. I could see that for sure. But either way, if if he takes Halliburton at nine, then Nick would probably take Trey at ten. Or no, Nick hates Trey. Yeah, true that. He would never have oh, like guy. Take Trae Young at 10. Oh, you know what? I might have to edit this. Maybe he goes like Lamelo or Dame. Oh, what if you know what Peyton would totally go with Lamelo, bro? Yeah. Well, maybe Lamelo kind of shit the bed last year with all that bad luck. Only because of injury. When you ha- you had him, yeah, and I had him, and come on, we we gotta agree that when he was playing, he was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like seven games that he played, fantastic. I got two games out of him after holding him for like three months. You know what? Yeah, there is that doubt. Lamelo, no, he's not going at nine. I'm going to say Peyton takes Halliburton at nine. Sorry, Nick. And then Nick probably takes Steph. Eh? Nick would probably take Steph. And you know what? I would advise my boy JD to take the next best fantasy guy, which would unfortunately be Trey. Trey. Why not Dame? Which is not a bad pick, honestly. Yeah, Dame Trey. Is oh, shit. Ah, that's kind of a risk, though. Well, wherever he goes, he's going to ball out. And apparently he just wants to go to Miami. Because that's a late first-round pick at 11. I feel like Trey would be the the safest fantasy bet. Unless you wanted to go ultra-safe and get, like, Randall or Pascal. Spicy. Yeah. But then I, okay, so we're at 12. Who is 12? Noah's 12. Okay. And Julius Randall's the 12th pick in, our, in the fantasy Burlington Goat Factory? I don't think I've ever even seen him go that early. Do you think he'd take, right. like, James Harden? I don't know. He really wanted Donovan Mitchell last year. Oh, he might take the Mitch, man. At someone's going to take somebody too early. It's, no one's going to – Let's pretend Noah takes Donovan Mitchell. Uh, yeah. That puts us at Tola at 13, and Tola's savvy. Tola's on a bounce-back year. Kind of shit the bed last year. Yeah, he did. With bit, the- of a, uh, bit of a road man. He would go from town to town and get spanked. <laughs> Yeah, he got spanked a good bit. All right. He's back. It's okay. It happens. We all get spanked every once in a while. We all get spanked once in a while. It's the ones that sting that make us a better person. (laughs) All right. You want to pretend like Tola takes uh, fucking AD at. (laughs) He said he's savvy. Motherfucker takes AD. No way. Who's taking AD with their first round pick? Dude, that's the most injury-prone dude in 
fantasy. Oh boy, you're right. You're right. All right. So guys, is that the Vucevic pick? Is is that the Vucevic pick? No, no way. You just replaced no Vucci. Who? With Vucci. There's no way you just replaced Anthony Davis with Vucevic. For me, I wouldn't just AD. Obviously, AD is amazing when he plays. Yeah. And arguably the best upside in the game. But the injuries are such a risk. I don't know if I'm spending that kind of that kind of capital on him. You know, first round pick is a big deal. That needs to be your bell cow. If you don't have a bell cow player in fantasy, you're gonna have a tough road ahead of you. Cooked. Pretty much like you need to basically have a player that can get you fifty a game if you're trying to win a championship. You need a rock. You need a rock. You need a big old fat crack rock. It's gonna keep you churning and burning. You ever see yeah. that video of that of, of that crackhead at, at the door? She's singing like, uh, "It's seven <laughs> o'clock on the dot." No, that crackhead <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> the fuck? You know what fucking time it is, man? It's seven o'clock on the dot. I need a crack on the spot. No, <laughs> I haven't seen that. What's it called? Uh, if you just look up crack no, rock, seven rock. o'clock, it'll pop I up. I need that crack rock. <laughs> I need that crack crack on the spot. She hits the notes. She hits the notes. Really? really yeah. Dang. You think she was actually doing that for some crack? Yeah, hundred percent. It was. You could you could hear the birds chirping, but she had been up all night long. Life sure. in the city, bro. Life in the city. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was definitely looking for some crack. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, so at thirteen, we got crack bitch. Now, if I'm crack bitch and it's and I'm the thirteenth pick in the draft, <laughs> and my mind's on some crack rock, <laughs> shit, dude. If I'm thinking about that crack rock, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Nick Claxton. Claxton at thirteen, dude. I think he's gonna be a great pick though this year, for like a third round pick, fourth round pick. I think he'd be great. Wait, who who has thirteen? Tola. Tola. I thought Tola had twelve. I oh, know Noah has twelve. Yes, sir. Okay, tell what thirteen. Damn, I guess that would leave him with uh, maybe he took Anthony Edwards at thirteen. I could see him doing that. Yeah, totally. I'm gonna say Anthony Edwards goes thirteen as well. Okay, fourteen. That is a that's the reigning champion. That's Lawson Stansel, the most devious lineup. Okay, he had AD last year, and he won a chip with him, so I think he would totally run it back. He, and he had AD the year before too. Although he made it, let's let's say this now: he made it and won that shit on a fluke, on a fluke, out of nowhere yeah, on the last 100%. matchup, last matchup of the of the season. He makes it in the playoffs. And then Bubble championship, bro. To the finals, come on. Yeah, not not repeating, but hell of a run. And honestly, he he yeah. owes me because my dumbass traded him Kawhi Leonard for Colin Sexton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that at the was, time made sense because. Kawhi literally wasn't playing. Yeah. No, I feel you, man. Kawhi was damaged goods at the time. But he did just enough for Lawson to win a chip. Yeah. Fucking that son of a bitch. That was unbelievable that he won that. I've never I've never seen a story, a, a comeback story like that. Okay, 15 pick. 15? I can see Mitchell. Do we say Mitchell's getting drafted already? No. Oh, yeah. Spider goes at 12. Ah, okay. Probably, uh, which, probably Braun. Which guy has 15? It's going to be Lawson again, so probably Braun. 
Oh, yeah, we're in a 15-teamer. Okay, so that's the first round. I mean, 14. Dang. Yeah. Jokic at one, Embiid at two, Luka at three, Giannis at four, Shea at five, Tatum at six, KD at seven, Sabonis at eight, Halliburton at nine, Curry at 10, Trey at 11, Spider at 12, Ant-Man at 13, and then AD is the last pick of the first round at 14. LeBron James, some missing notables from the first round are LeBron. Dame Dog. This would be the first time in LeBron's career that he is not a first-round pick in fantasy. If this premonition comes true. True. But I could it's see it. Crazy. I could definitely see him not being a first-round pick. I mean, yeah, he's he's – He's becoming a bit of an injury risk. I wouldn't say he's necessarily injury prone, but he gets yeah. nicked, and he's been getting nicked more and more often as the as the time goes by. Yeah, I mean, shit. Man, there's still some juicy guys in the second round too. I'm worried about my second round pick, to be honest with you, because I'm just so late in it. Same. That one. That one matters for us. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Who are you thinking about? Last year, I blew my third-round pick on Robert Williams, and it didn't, <laughs> didn't even matter. So you know what? It, honestly, that well, that 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 was the difference for you. If you had a better third-round pick, you probably would have would have made a quite a quite a run. God damn it! I hate it when you put it like that because that's true. Fuck. I think first five picks are the most important. But you know what? I think I might have to do the double the OKC stack. You're gonna you're gonna go for Giddy the Gidmeister. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to do that because it's a late second round anyway. Yeah, he'll be he'll he should be there unless someone snakes you. No, because I think people realistically are looking at Giddy in the third. I, I it's that's an early pick for Giddy, but when he's dropping triple doubles every day, and yeah. I have Shea, you know, I won't be mad at that. When you want him, you want him. Damn, Harden wouldn't be a first round pick. Yeah. What about what do you think about Jaw? Where do you think Jaw goes? I mean, in the long term, it won't matter. But I think that 25-game suspension he's going to serve is going to be – I think that's going to hinder people drafting him too early. I think he'll go late second round, Loki. He'll at least be a second-round pick. Jaw Morant? Yeah. Here's my advice to the people listening at home. If you're considering taking Jaw Morant in the second round, I would recommend that you rethink that because – Factually speaking, he he's gonna miss twenty five games, right? So he's already it's gonna be basically impossible for him to be a top twenty player in terms oh, of like point total. Yeah, but that I mean point total only matters so much. Like that's that I feel like that's more of an indicator of, of how they were as a whole last season. Like once he gets back from his twenty five game suspension, he's gonna be great. He's gonna be averaging forty, whatever. Yeah. Like he'll be fantastic. And He's got some injury problems. He does. And hopefully he's learned his lesson at this point. Stop fucking flashing guns. Like, you can own them. Who cares? Just, you like, understand the NBA isn't rocking with that. That's your job. Just understand yeah. that. And if he can, then he'll be able to play and he'll be a fucking monster because he's fantastic at his job. So it's, yeah. Yeah, Just, I think if he stays out of trouble, he's definitely going to give you 25 Six and five for sure. Yeah. Is he going to improve that three ball if he does? 
Yeah, he's going to have nothing but time to practice his game. Like, that's all. Like, he won't have to be worrying about his stats or any of that bullshit. He'll just be practicing the craft, hopefully. Okay, so here's the thing. Say you take John the second, then you have to build a team that's going to be good for, like, immediately. You can't have a slow-burning team if you go with the jaw build. Well, you could – yeah, you're right, you're right. You could definitely – Because that 25 games, dude, that's like – that's like the first five weeks, isn't it? Yep, somewhere around. That's there. five matchups. That's your that's your second best player. He's gonna miss the first five. You could be zero and five. Yeah, that's tough. I'm thinking championships. I'm not. I don't want to go zero and five. Yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't personally. I wouldn't take Jaw to like the third round. But he's John Morant, and I know someone's gonna take him in the second. The only. The only. So scenario where I'm taking Jaw, and this is 100 percent serious, is if he's there in the sixth. Damn, because it's just because you, right? huh? you had him before. Yeah, well, well, I I had him two years ago when I went to the final, and he got hurt okay. in the playoffs. Didn't play for me in the playoffs. Carried me to to the finals and didn't play the whole final. And last year he got suspended before the playoffs. But I mean, when he does play. He gets you like forty points at least. The problem is, is like sometimes he can't score, like because he can't really shoot. He doesn't have a good like mid range yeah. or three pointer. So if he can't get layups and dunks, uh, you know he he can only get like twelve to eighteen points. And I mean he's not that quite. You know what's crazy though it is in his college tape he's really good at getting assists, but I think it's just because the Grizzlies don't really have that many good shooters as a whole. Yeah, but. If he can't like basically be a monster, but like make insane dunks, insane layups, and also get a couple threes in there, he's he's a thirty high thirties, low forties type of player. Yeah, I feel that. And you know, I mean, last year he averaged like forty seven. I think the year before that he he keeps getting almost to averaging fifty, but it's the margins that's what that's what keeps him from uh, getting to that fifty points per game. Type of thing because he can't, he's not going to get you three, two to three, three pointers a game. I bet he averaged less than two threes last year. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, uh, like I said, a phenomenal basketball player. And I just, uh, I think six round is wild. That's a wild take. That's where I would take him because I'm trying to, to win immediately. No, I don't want to fuck around and end up being three and two by the time Jaw can play. Dude, you're telling me if you saw Ja Morant in the fourth round while you were scrolling, you wouldn't take him? No, because there there are definitely other players at that in that range that can definitely help you because that's that's your fourth best player, technically speaking. You know that could be Jared Allen, that could be Scotty Barnes. You can win games without having like. Like I said, I made it to the playoffs in the first seed with my third pick being Robert Williams. You could make it just fine taking John Morant with your fourth pick. I wouldn't risk it. Brother. I, I, you know, that's that's Chet Holmgren right there. That's yeah. Kuzma. Oh, you, would pick, you would pick a suspended John Morant over Kuzma? Yes. Wow. <laughs> 100%. <sighs> Hundred and ten percent. What if what if what if he figures out some kind of funky appeal? You know, what if they get that? What if he gets one on one with Adam Silver, gives him a little head rub, a little yeah. little champagne and chocolate? 
Flashes a little uh, metal at him. Right. They do a Mr. Beast. <laughs> Let's do, they a do a dirty Beast. Mr. Beast with each other. They like Mr. Beast is in the in the meeting room, facilitating the arrangement. Dude, we should uh we should contact Mr. Beast and see if he can arrange that. See if he yeah. can get John Morant's suspension removed. And I got some critiques for his chocolate bars too. Have you tried his chocolate bars? No, I've heard about them though. So shit. Really? Are they just too sweet? What's wrong with them? They're terrible. Horrible. Why? Fucking horrible. <laughs> Why? Goddamn horrible fucking chocolate bars, man. Elaborate for us. Why? Well, so he's got this one peanut one named D's Nuts, bro. <laughs> and there ain't nothing nutty. There ain't nothing nutty about it. It's like fucking disgusting. It tastes like rank fucking. Toilet paper. That is damn. Okay. Yeah. Shit on some sandpaper. Put it in a microwave. Take a bite. That's a Mr. Beast D's nuts bar. The D's nuts. You're not right. Terrible. Made me want to vomit. And the uh, 7-Eleven guy told me it would. I said because they had him at you know by the (laughs) by the register. I said, are these any good? He said. No, <laughs> they're horrible. And I asked, I asked him, "Why well, just pick the D's nuts one? I wanted to try it." I'm a big Mr. Beast guy. Mr. All ass or just the one that you ate? I don't know. I only have the nut one. And then the nut. I'm telling you, Mr. Beast ain't got no good nut, bro. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Mr. Hey, Beast ain't got no good nut. You heard it here first. Mr. Ain't got no good nut, motherfucker. You ain't got no good nut. You ain't got no good nut, son. You gotta get good nut. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? The fuck are you doing over there, brother? Making YouTube and, and handing out false nut? You got low nut. Damn. Sounds like Mr. Beast. Adam Silver's sitting there. Mr. Beast is behind the desk. Uh, John Morant walks into the room. He fucking slaps Adam Silver right in his bald head. He says, listen here, you dirty bitch. You're going to lower my suspension or I kill Mr. Beast right here, right now. (laughs) Mr. Beast had no idea that that was going to happen. All of a sudden, John Morant is holding Mr. Beast at gunpoint and Adam Silver has to make a decision. He says, I want 10 games, boy. And Adam Silver's like, what? Slap. Fucking John Morant slaps him again. I said, 10 games, boy. Load of that shit, 10 games. I'm going to kill Mr. Beast right here, right fucking now. And that's what happens. John Brandt gets his suspension. That sounds like some good old-fashioned Django justice. (laughs) 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 Yes, sir. (laughs) I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I watched that again recently. It holds up. Never, never fails. I know, right? Jamie Foxx is such a... Fantastic actor. Wasn't he in an accident recently? Uh, <laughs> he might have been. He might have no, been. That, was, that was Jeremy Renner. No, 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 no. I think Jamie Foxx was too. I know. I'm not I'm not confusing him. Jeremy Renner got run over by a snowplow. Yeah, I know. He got fucked up. <laughs> he got fucked up. Poor guy, dude. Have you seen the videos of him, like, talking to his family? Like, like he was, yeah, he was a real <laughs> How do you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Jeremy Ritter. Hawkeye is incredible. My favorite superhero is Hawkeye. No, Jamie Foxx was hospitalized. Just to, just to point out, he was he was something happened. What happened? Ah, uh, let's see. He has an illness apparently, or maybe it's an accident. Oh, uh, accident that happened on set. Uh, Fox said in an Instagram post that he experienced medical complication. Complication er- occurred while Fox was in Atlanta working on his film Back in Action. Shit. Oh, it was a medical. When? When did this happen? A couple days ago? Uh, sometime 2023. July 22nd. Oh. Shout out to Jamie Fox, fellow. He's from Terrell, Texas. Fellow Texan. Oh, okay. Motherfucker Jones. Motherfucker Jones, bro. One and only. There's only one motherfucker Jones. Yo, you saw that movie that had him in it, right? Uh, the new one. Oh, they cloned Tyrone? They cloned Tyrone. How was that? Fire. I mean, I'm sitting at a 7 out of 10. Okay. All Probably right. an 8. Because, I mean, the uh, the way that the camera style that they use is pretty cool. I like the, I like the, the type of camera that they use. It's like kind of grainy and stuff. Pretty sick. Okay. And John Boyega does a great job. And Jamie Foxx does a great job. And I mean, it's it gets cool up into a point. Do you care if I spoil it? Don't do that. Okay. I kind of want to see it. That's why. It's worth a watch, but I feel like there there's a couple points where it could have gone in a better direction. Okay, I feel that. But it's still not. It's still good. Apparently, uh, John Boyega doesn't like white people. Have you have you seen this? Have you heard really? about this? <laughs> I have not. Um, he said some shit during one of the Star Wars movies that came out. It was in to be honest. Story. After what they put him through in those movies, I don't blame him. <laughs> How you gonna give that man a lightsaber then take it away? Ah, fair. Yeah, he he got to wield it for just a little bit. Why? For some stupid fucking lame ass character? Like it would have been more badass. You think Harrison Ford huh? was just like? Do you think Harrison Ford was just like whispering like profanities to him, just like, you know? No. Um, uh, we're, we're, talking about, we're talking about Star Wars here on the set, you know, if that's where it stemmed from. Maybe. Uh, the maybe, director. Uh, what's her name's hologram was was saying some shit to him. Who's the? Yeah, I think there was. I think there was. There was a coup in general. I think there was consensus vitriol towards our man John Boyega and I don't blame him if he hates white people you know that's fine you know if you hate white people John that's okay okay. you know you're not even missing out on anything oh oh uh you know you don't like turkey and cheese you don't like a nice turkey and cheese on rye the fire combo and then a burger but no animal style turkey and cheese I'm there Columbia brand, Patagonia. Ooh, those are pretty Caucasian. Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. Dude, I'm wearing Birkenstocks right now. God damn it. You're white, bro. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> you, got me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if John Boy getting down with that, okay. Hey, it's all right. I'll keep my Bir- Birkenstocks to myself. Don't blame me. You know, I like I like the movie. Nice. Okay, I want to check it out. It looks good. I'm still planning to see uh, Sloppenheimer when I go back to Tejas. I haven't even seen it yet. Sloppenheimer. It looks, it looks real fi. Slopping Toppenheimer. Toppenheimer? Sloppenheimer? Opie Toppenheimer? 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hear, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's amazing. I hear it's amazing. It's a Christopher Nolan movie, but it's just you about a dude know, who made a bomb. So, you ever watched the Peaky Fucking Blinders? I've, I've started it. Yeah, yeah. I it's, like old Tom, Thomas Shelby. He's, he's a good character. Dude, once uh, Tom Hardy pops up in that show, it's, it's way ago. Really? Yeah, he's like a regular, like two seasons in. I've seen the ending as well. Oh, I've never seen the ending. I, I watched most of it, and then I just kind of stopped. I've seen, like, the last scene. Damn, okay. They're making um, a movie. I don't know if that came out already. No, no way. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Cillian Murphy's. I do. I didn't know Cillian Murphy was in the first Batman until, like, recently. He's Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't you know, know he, wanted, he wanted to be Batman. Oh, interesting. There's like some screen test video of him in the Batman suit. Really? How do he look? I haven't I haven't seen that. Solid. Could have been good. I feel like he would have been on uh what's his name's level? Uh Patrick whatever, Twilight guy. You know, actually I need to watch that one. I haven't seen that Batman either. That's a good Batman. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah, he Pat Robert Pat Pattinson. Yeah, there we go. He, uh, yeah, dude, I, I really like him as an actor. I, I haven't seen The Lighthouse yet, but I really want to see that. And then, uh, him as Batman, dude, he killed it as Batman. Just the, the perfect, uh, perfect amount of brooding. The absolute. Should we take a trip across the pond, bro? To Liverpool? Hit up some Premier League action? Sure. I don't know shit about it. All right. Let me lay, let me lay it down for you then. Sure. Put it down for me. My favorite club, Liverpool, has just – someone just got hurt. Just put in an offer for this player, 100 million, 100 million pounds, basically. Hell of a player. Name's Moises Caicedo. Moises? Moises. Moises, okay. Yeah, Moises. Is he, where, is he French? What is he? No, nah, he's from Ecuador. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if we get this guy, it's game over. Everyone – we're winning, winning the league, and that's that. Where's Moises playing right now? This team called Brighton. It's a small team, but uh, the problem is Chelsea won. So we'll see how that goes. But Chelsea sucks, so mm. not too worried about that. And they're a shit show at the moment, so I think we're looking good. Nice. How much you all – you said you're offering them 100 mil? 100 mil would be the fattest – uh, contract or it'd be the fattest transfer offer in Liverpool history by far. Damn, you think he's worth that? Yeah, 100%. This dude is a wrecking ball. And he's exactly what he's, a, he's not only exactly what Liverpool needs, he's exactly what every team needs if you're trying to be the best team. Because there's so many pussies out there and so many little pussies that like can't take any contact and they fall a lot. And if you get a dude who's a dog, got that bark in him it'll fucking knock a dude over he'll like give a dude a shoulder and elbow step on an ankle this guy literally just bulldozes through people what position is he he's like a defensive center mid damn okay okay he's just he's a dog that makes him a uh that kind of makes him a, a jack of all trades at that position no yeah pretty much more of like a defensive guy so he's not going to get a lot of goals yeah, but he could he could be uh, apt to get one here or there. Yeah, yeah, 
but he's gonna get hella he's gonna get hella tackles. He's gonna fuck some dudes up. Okay. What you need, man. You got all these guys that are like so good at the technical stuff, the skills and the moves. The only way you can really do beat that is to just shove them to the ground. Like, or if, when the ref's not looking, just fucking run into them, like knock them on their ass, get in their head. Sure. You know, yeah. fucking slap them. Well, there, there's there's videos of uh, this Liverpool player. When we were playing Barcelona a while ago, we freaking slapped Messi on the head. <laughs> when the ref wasn't looking, he just slapped his ass right on the head. Damn. Gotta, gotta have that dog in you. I guess you got to. At that level, if you don't have that dog in you, what are you doing there? Yeah. Bro, football's coming to town as well. Football, eh? Are you ready for some football? Yeah, let's talk a little football. I think... That the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. I feel like I've heard this before. Yes. But let me tell you why. The NFL as a whole, we're com- it's very hard for a team to win back-to-back Super Bowls, okay? So we got the Chiefs. They're obviously the ones who just won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Favorited to win. Yada, yada, yada. Very hard to win back-to-back. So I don't think they're going to do it. So take them out of the picture. You got nothing but a bunch of choke artists left, like us included, right? But you got Jets choke artists, Niners choke artists, Bills choke artists. All the other good teams are choke artists, so it's any man's game. The Cowboys are fucking stacked, bro. Defensively and offensively, our only weak link is Dick Prescott. If Dick can get his shit together, you know, throw a ball – Without throwing it to the wrong fucking person. You willing to go put a little wager down on this? I would put a million dollars on it. Put put a hundred on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. I I just I will. Why are you being I commit. A, why are you being huh? about this? You seem very confident. No, I commit to it. I'm gonna put a hundred dollars, hundred smackaroos on this wager. Are you? Are you? Cowboys are gonna win the Super Bowl. One hundred fucking percent. One hundred dollars. That's easy fucking money as well. Uh, what are the odds for them to win right now? Terrible. Damn. Horrible. But that's the magic of it. That's, that's why cool. we're gonna do it. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's like the Chicago Cubs, dude. The Cubbies. Fucking sucked cock for a million years, and then they won one. Hey, same you know, for the Nuggets. What? Same for the Nuggets. Same for the Nuggies. Right. That's all we need. Just give us one, and we'll go back. We'll go back to just accepting mediocrity. All right. So it looks like your odds for them to win are plus fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's not bad at all. In terms that's not of bad at all. I mean, in terms of like being favored to win, that means they're pretty favored, pretty high, actually. Are you betting on them to win or are you betting on them to lose? In that betting scenario? them to win. That's, That's not, that means if you wanted to make $100, you'd have to bet $1,500, right? No. Or is that the minus? That's the minus. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Wait. Uh, I'm pretty sure, Fuck, you I'm pretty sure the minus is. That, I don't yeah. know. I, I just play on fucking prize picks. I don't know how that shit works. Yeah, no, I think the plus 15 means that Vegas is liking the over on that, basically. Pretty sure. 
Shit, dude. I don't know. Because I used to go on this website, and it would be, if you were looking at, like, the odds minus 180, you would hammer that over. I feel like I should know this with all the wagering I do. Yeah, right. Man, I need NBA to come back so I can start making some dinero. Yeah, dude. When, that season starts pretty soon as well, doesn't it? NBA is in, like, 60-something 60, 60 days for two months. Oh, wow. That's right around the corner. This football will kick off here in a couple of weeks. Get a couple of weeks of just football under our belt, and then boom, basketball. You see, they released the uh, starting schedule. For like, who, who's it? No, for basketball. They, re- oh, they released who's going to have the starting games. I didn't see that. Yeah. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I can't wait for this uh, FIBA tourney to kick off. Oh, FIBA. Dude. We're looking interesting. FIBA. We're looking really, uh, I don't know. In terms of the United States odds, I think it's going to be tough. I think it's not going to be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. If we're going to win this championship, Anthony Edwards needs to be our best player. And we might even then, it's tough. Huh? We might get our dicks kicked this year. Who's in our group? Are we in the same group as Canada? I think so. I was just looking at it. Let's okay. See. Yeah, I mean, it looks like B.I. is just kind of like chilling from the videos I've seen and stuff like that. Okay. So we're we're with Jordan, Greece, and New Zealand. Okay. So we got Gian- – is Giannis playing in this tournament? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. And his, all of his brothers are. I don't really care about all that. <laughs> Their starting five is like Giannis and his two brothers. I mean, <laughs> Tanasis wouldn't even be in the league if it wasn't for Giannis. I'm trying to look at the roster right now. Who else does Greece have? Anyone? I'm trying to look. Um, they got. Oh, they got um. Michael, Michaelis Lutensis, Dino Umitaglugi. They got a uh, Panagodius Kaladzakis. That's a pretty cool name. They got Vasilis Tolupoulis. So a lot of Euro guys. Thomas Wal- Thomas Walkup. Mm. I mean, but the one name that matters is Giannis. Yeah, the one name. And he's gonna he's gonna eat and. We basically are gonna have to win every game if we're gonna advance. Because if we lose one to Jordan or New Zealand, what if Greece goes on a roll? Dude, I can see, I can easily see Giannis just walking all over the US players. Oh, you know what? Sylvania's about to play a friendly against the USA. I think it's either like tomorrow or the next day. Okay. Do they have anyone other than Luca from the NBA? Yeah, they got Blocko, Conchar. Conchar, yeah, 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 yeah. And they got the uh, what's what's their name? The dude who played for the Heat, Dragon or something. What's his name? He's Slovenian. He uh, point guard, white guy. Oh, oh Dragic. Dragic. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they they got this other guy, uh, Mike Tobe. He's not in the NBA, but this guy's a beast. Okay. So I've been I've been watching Slovenia basketball since. Does Drogic's brother play for them too? Because he's to... yeah, okay. He's a shooter. The thing about Slovenia is they're all shooters, and then it's Luca and Tobe. And Tobe's just this big old center, and all he does is get rebounds and oops. 
Him and Luca have better chemistry than Luca does with Dwight Powell. Damn. Okay. Damn. Y'all need to sign that guy. I know. I don't even know why we haven't even given him a workout. Cause like it's oops all day. Luca's just fucking feeding the dude all the time, and he's huge. Damn. And he can actually get a rebound. Dude, if he if he cooks us, I mean, Mavs might have to offer him a, a contract. Right. I think uh, honestly, we probably considering we we're in a group with Giannis. That's a pretty hard group. Yeah. Group E's. You got Germany and Australia, and Lynn Mark Cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Germany's Japan's got some NBA players. They got Schroeder again. Yeah, and do you see Schroeder? Like uh, Germany and Canada played a friendly yesterday, and Schroeder cooked the living shit out of uh, Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Freaking put him in a blender. Damn, I did not see that. Yeah, but, but if you just looked up Schroeder right now, it'd be like one of the f- newest videos. Yeah, I can't believe Dylan Brooks got that contract. Anyway. <laughs> nah, nah. We agreed. We had a deal. God damn it. <laughs> How do you spell this dude's name? I mean, oh, dude, you know who else Germany has? Who? France. And probably Mo? Yeah, Mo, but Mo, Mo got knocked out, so he's kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Mo's got to earn that respect. He's got to get that back. Damn. So I looked at knocked out, son. Sorry. I looked up Schroeder, and uh, this is allegedly a quote from him. Oh, fuck, dude. Maybe this is a, a ball sack quote. What is it? <laughs> All these mid players are so overpaid nowadays. It's actually kind of sickening. Kudos to Brooks and his agent for pulling out what might be the greatest finesse ever seen. <laughs> That's got to be a ball sack quote. I mean, that makes sense if he freaking – he just cooked Brooks. Like, he even gave him a, a shoulder bump, like knocked him on his ass. Yeesh. Did him dirty. I mean, there's so much talent. France is going to be good, even though Wimby's not playing. Yeah. They're good uh, They're good anyway, yeah. I mean, Gobert, Fournier, Gershon, Yabuzele, that fucking – the dancing bear. Oh, that dude's huge. Next question. That dude's got a, a dumpy. He's he's caked up. <laughs> I mean, bro, we're looking at some some insane competition. Even if we make it to the second round, still going to deal with Canada, probably France, probably Spain, Slovenia, Germany, Australia. I'm gonna say it right now, I think Australia is a finals team. Dude, how come how come we couldn't get just like. A couple big names to to come play for us. Like, oh, yeah, we have big names, but why couldn't we get a KD or a I don't know. I know. Like, what? What the hell? I hear. I hear. Uh, we still might sneak Steph in there. Steph, okay, that would be fire. Like Booker, how come Booker doesn't go to this shit? Or is he? I mean, he wouldn't make much of a difference. Or what about Tate? Is Tatum there? Or no. JB? I think JB is. Let me look. I'm looking at the roster right now. It's. Paolo, Brunson, Ant-Man. I'd say the best players are Ant-Man, Halliburton, Brunson, and B.I. Yeah. Like, who's who's going to be our center? Fucking Paolo? Yes, dude. Just or I guess Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson's there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. He's not even starting from what I saw. He's coming off the bench. Yeah. 
I mean, I like the youth. I like the youth factor. I think we still have a high ceiling. You know, I think if Ant and B.I. ball out, and then you got Brunson, who's going to be Mr. Reliable. Yeah. They got to be tight the whole time if they're trying to win. Like, they can't rely on just talent. You know, they got a LeBron. Yeah, man. I I wish we it'd be sweet if Steph can sneak in there. Because if Steph does, we we have a fighting chance. It'd be the icing on the tomato. Well, uh, spicy meatball. Spicy meatball tomato paste. I Steph Curry going to bust all over your face. <laughs> Serenading me over there. I'm uh, summoning. Have you, have you been watching the new It's Always Sunny? Yeah, um, I missed a couple, but I've been keeping up with most of it. The uh, the one where Dennis is like and goes bowling against D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that shit is so fucking. Summoning the fact that I, the very fact that I am a man. And it just crushes the fucking thing. The fact that uh, or the the episode I watched last was where he was trying to go to the beach and he rented the car, the like big Tesla, <laughs> or he takes a <laughs> mental health day. Yeah, he just takes it all in his head. That shit was wild. Yeah, I was watching that and like when he was like ripping the guy's heart, I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I just like realized like how genius that episode was at the end of it. It's all in his head. Yeah, right. That was just him lowering his blood pressure. Yeah. It's like, this is a medical marvel. How are you doing this? <laughs> what a guy. Ooh, cookies. Yeah, it's a great show. New season is has been fuego. I've been loving it. Hey, also, Lil Tay is alive. You already know what it is. Lil Tay, the youngest flex of the century. I'm only nine years old, but I'm richer than all y'all broke-ass haters. First she was rumored dead. She's back. Yeah, Are there pictures of her being alive? No, but allegedly her Instagram was hacked. And that's really? that's who put up the message. Okay. I mean Your favorite makes sense. doing it like Lil Tay. Damn, I was I was, I was so sad when I got that news. So I, I am glad that she's kicking. Otherwise she would have had a pretty shitty life. I, I, <laughs> I think she got used a lot as a as a youth. Yeah, I mean she should learn from this and um, probably move out to Montana, maybe South Dakota. She pulled a little dicky. You think that's what this is? Huh? In the show Dave, Lil Dicky does an episode where he accidentally fakes his suicide or his death. And everybody accidentally? Yeah, it, it's not a suicide. It's an accident that he would have died in. And he fakes it that he's dead for like a couple days. And then he comes back. He's like, I'm alive. And. His shit blows up again. You think that's what this is? A little Tay renaissance? Oh my god. What did they literally... Yeah. I mean, that's what was rumored. She died in like a... I, was it Kyle who told us it was a jet ski accident? <laughs> sure enough. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe she's pulling a date. You know, I, I need more facts to come out. I need to know the full scope of what's going on here. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the whole thing just reeks. It's fishy, for sure. Yeah, it reeks. It smells like a porta potty. <laughs> Fucking stank. It smells like a Long John Silver's, just fishy. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we need more. <laughs> we need more. 
to come out. <laughs> like, what are you giggling about over there? <laughs> I just thought of something, but we'll have to cut it out. You can share. I can, I can add the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just cut, it, just cut it out. But remember, like, bits. <laughs> It's fishy. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Well, on that note, uh, things are a little fishy around here. All right. I think that's another yeah. episode. How are you feeling about that? You know, I think we covered a lot. We learned a lot. And, um, yeah. I, I think... Great place to be. Great place to wrap up. Wrap it up. That's a wrap, boys. Um, you smell the stank, you know it's rank. Smell the stank, you know it's rank. You heard it here first. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, subscribe uh, at Point and Pivot on Twitter. Subscribe on tw- uh, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah.